everyone, and welcome back to Multifamily Live. Super excited today. We have Christina Fanning with us today. She is part of the Seven Figure Multifamily Tribe. She is an amazing woman, and she has created a life worth living. Welcome, Christina. Oh, Peely, thank you so much for having me on. I remember listening to this podcast probably 18 months ago, to, so to be sitting on it, thank you for having me. That is amazing. From 18 months ago to now, you have done so much within our group. I am really honored to have you here. But first, before we dive into your real estate journey, what brought you to where you are today? How did you get to real estate? So this is a really funny story, and I just joked about this on my accountability call yesterday. Um, if your oldest daughter calls you and says, you've done everything wrong, hang up. I didn't hang up. So um, my daughter, Emily, is my partner, and she called me. It was almost two years ago and told my husband and I we needed to read a book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was a total mind shift change for us in the way that we had approached finances and, and everything, and the thought of making your money work for you. So Emily said, you need to get into real estate. So I immediately convinced my husband to buy a property. And this is not a joke, this is like real. In January, 2021, we bought a house at State College I turned it into an Airbnb and we got into real estate. But what I quickly figured out is the scale of buying a property at a time wasn't gonna get me to the goal that I wanted to. And we could talk about goals. So I joined Emily in the endeavor to start pursuing multifamily properties. So that's how I got here. And she brought me to a meeting in November of last year and kind of just threw me in. I'm like, what are we doing? And I, I love the group and just, I went in, you know, head first, not a lot of thought and we're doing it. <laughs> I'm laughing hysterically behind the scenes right now because I'm that daughter. I'm the <laughs> older daughter. I'm the oldest daughter in my family. I'm the oldest daughter. I, <laughs> We have all the thoughts and we have yeah. all the drive and we're, we're the ones that tell our parents, no, no, you're doing yeah. it wrong. That's why I love Emily. And I love the fact that she brought you in because I remember meeting you and you were like, your eyes were wide and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Nope. I don't know what my daughter has gotten me into, but here I am and I'm here to learn. So this is where you started with an open mind, um, definitely through your daughter's uh, um, guidance. Let's call He's it persistent guidance. And persistent. Persistent. Persistent guidance. And now you're here in multifamily. Now I want to talk about how you learned and where you are today with the group that you formed with a, a bunch of other lovely ladies. So uh, what was the question? The question was how we form the group and what we've learned. Yes. Yeah. So within, the, so within yeah. the mentorship program, within seven figures, 
how did you find, I want to talk about a little bit about your learning process because sure. everyone learns differently. Yep. Um, and this is also get, holding me a little bit accountable as, as a coach. Okay. Um, let me know your thoughts on how you learned okay. and the how and why you created the group. So how I learn, I'm a doer and I jump in. And if you ever do the disc system of personalities, I'm a total red and yellow. So I jump in and I don't ask a lot of questions. I just start doing things. So observing, hearing the lingo, I kind of just jumped in. I'm not very good at learning on the computer. I give people that are so much credit because I, I lose focus. I like talking to people. So I do go out and I observe and listen. Um, but you won't hear me ask a lot of questions typically. I'm like, okay. And then I try it. And then I, I always joke, I adjust fire. My husband's in the military. So um, that is how I learn. We, I do know from my experience in business, you can't do everything by yourself. And that's a lesson I learned very long ago. So when the concept of forming a group within our group and working with the ladies, we're doing a challenge called 100 days, well, 100 doors in 100 days. And we've been posting live for, I think it's day 66. Um, everyone had a strength and we... I'm good at talking to people relating, forming relationships. So broker outreach was good for me. I don't like numbers. So we needed people that were good with numbers. So Emily and, and Dawn fill that role. And then Yang is so creative and she's got so much drive and she's really good with marketing. It's not just social media. Her mind's always turning. It made the perfect group on how you would pursue to get a, a multifamily property under contract. And then we have the pieces you would need then to follow through with that. So that's how I learned. That's how the group came about. And um, I'm so glad that we formed it because it's made things, it's not easier, but it's more manageable and it's motivating. I love it. This makes my heart so happy. I want to get off track for just a second because okay. you said something that clicked in my head and I know some of my listeners cringed when you said this. You said, I don't like numbers. Yeah. So I want to flip the switch on that. And this is okay. why folks, you join a mentorship program. This is why you create groups. It is fine. So Chris knows how to underwrite. She understands the underwriting. She can look at the underwriting. She can probably underwrite a deal herself. The great thing is, is now she is in a group of other women yeah. who can take that and do the thing that they love to do best. You heard it from her. She said, Emily and Dawn love the numbers, love to jump into the creativity of those numbers. What they might not like to do is call brokers. Yep. or get on the phone and talk mm -hmm. to investors. They might not like to do the things that Chris loves to do. So that's why forming a group, forming a group of people that can lend, lend their strengths is so important. So I just wanted to add that little tidbit for anybody that's thinking, oh, well, you know, Chris should have done all this other stuff. Chris should, have, should love the underwriting. Not yeah. everyone needs to love underwriting. 
you need to know how to do it. Yep. But if you're in a group that you know, like, and trust, and you can trust their numbers, and you can look at the underwriting and make sure that their numbers are correct, then you got that. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I can tell you, well, I don't like working with numbers. I understand the importance. And I did just look at uh, underwriting that Emily did the other day. And my first question was, did you put the assumable loan in here? So I knew, like, I knew it hadn't been put in there. And she's like, no, I didn't get to that. So digging into details, can I do it? Yeah. Do I know how to do it? Sure. Do I like doing that? Not as much, but I, you surround yourself with people that make you better. Yes. And this is what your group is doing for you. And it's what you're doing for each other. So yes. you put out a post recently about commitment, yes. which was crazy because I was thinking about the same thing. Commitment is key. I think commitment and discipline outwork motivation and dreaming every single day. But enough about my thoughts. I want you to let my listeners know what commitment means to you. Sure. So um, we, as part of the challenge that we're on, we have different things that we cover each day. Mondays are metrics. Tuesdays are Tuesdays tips. And a couple of Tuesdays, it was my responsibility to post. And my post, ironically, was about commitment and hard work. And I, I said in the post, essentially, that anything you endeavor to do in life, whether it is learning a new business like real estate, whether it is, you know, go training for a marathon, you have to put in the hard work. You don't just decide that I'm going to do it. You don't sign up for a marathon and just run the marathon. You put in the miles. And if anyone tells you that something is easy because you either sign up for it or, you know, you buy something, run the other way because it's not easy. Work is hard. Any endeavor is hard. And the only way to succeed is is by committing to a plan and executing against the plan. And I found that to be the case in the business I've been involved in for 30 years and anything else I've, I've tried to do, you have to put in the hard work. And in order to do that, you do have a, you have to have a disciplined way of doing it. Um, whether that's a checklist you follow every day, whether it can be anything. In the case of the women that I'm working with, we hold ourselves accountable every single day, not just to ourselves, but to the whole world that's looking at us, committing to 100 days of posting what we're doing. And we've joked, it's super hard. There are days you don't feel like doing it, but by having that accountability, you're putting in the work, you're, you're disciplined and, you know, you achieve what you want to achieve. I love what you said about having to put in the hard work, having to put in the miles to run the marathon. If you look at a marathon, it's what, 12, or not 26.2. 26.2. Not 26. that I'm counting. 26.2 yeah. miles. Uh-huh. 
But you look at that and you're like, whoa, that's 26.2 miles, especially if it's your first marathon, which a lot of people who are listening to this, they might still be on the beginning of this marathon that they're running. Because yep. to take down a multifamily building, I'm sure you agree with me, it's a marathon. It's oh. not a sprint. You're not sprinting to the finish. You are running this marathon. You have to keep t- keep your time. You have to go at a certain pace or you're going to get winded. So yeah. I think what a lot of people fail to realize is that they need to put in this hard work. They need to put in the time. Going back to what you said about not liking numbers, you may not have liked numbers. You may have been like super confused when you first saw underwriting, but you took the time, you took the discipline, you committed to it, you committed to learning it. And now you can actually go to the underwriting or go to your underwriter and say, hey, I saw that you didn't do X, Y, and Z. Can we please fix that? Or you can ask the questions that need to be asked because you put in the time. Yep. And I think that's what separates those that succeed from those that don't. Like you said, if you're part of a group or if you think that you're going to hit some easy button and it's all going to be there for you, you're going to be disappointed, Uh unfortunately. And unless you put in that time, you're not going to take the leaps and bounds that you could possibly and what I can see could is going to happen with you, Yang, Don, Selena, and Emily, because you are committing not only to yourself, not only to your daughter, but to each other. Yeah. And you're letting us all on the journey with you. So where are you hoping? Because you're on day, you said 60, 66, I think it is. 66? Yeah. Where so are 34 you more days. 34 more days. You can do it. Oh, yeah. So much can happen in 34 days. Absolutely. Where do you want to be in 34 days? And now you're you're committing to my podcast audience. So in 34 days, so where would you in, like to be? In 34 days, we would really like to have a property under contract. Um, and then, you know, it's not over there. I was reflecting, as you said, Um, you know, when you run a marathon in real estate, it isn't one marathon. It's a continuous marathon if you want to be successful. So in 34 days, ideally we'll be under contract on a property. And then the hard work begins of, you know, making sure that you have the assets to close, making sure you have a, a business plan that makes sense that will deliver to, you know, your expectations and your investors' expectations that you then run the property and have asset management in place and property managers in place that execute that plan to make it successful. So in 34 days, we'd like to be under contract on the property and then having the next phase planned out on how, what's next? What do we have to do next to make it? I don't expect Peely to close 50 properties in a year. If we close one or two, that's enough where we are so that we can take it slow, build a portfolio that delivers for us and our investors and our and our residents, and you know, then gradually build it up. People don't do this overnight. So that's where we'd like to be on day 100. Getting that ready for day is, 101. Yes. 
Ah, uh, this is this makes like I said before, this makes my heart happy. I am so excited for you, and I cannot wait to have you back in thirty four, maybe thirty five days on day one hundred and one. Um, how all the ladies back on multifamily live, yes. and we get to discuss yes. where you are at that time and the lessons that you've learned and the commitment that you made, the discipline that you have to make all of your goals come alive. Christina, before I let you go, what what words of wisdom, either it be a quote or a book you love to read, do you want to leave with my audience? Something to that they can walk away with and take action on. So I don't have a book or a quote. The one thing that I would say is never be afraid to try something new and don't be afraid to fail. If, you know... People don't build wealth or build success overnight. Don't be afraid. I mean, the only one that's judging you is you. That is actually a good quote. The only one who's judging you is you. So go out there. And if there's something you're interested in, there's not an easy button, but go do something and try it. I love it. The only one that's judging you is you. So whatever happens, go out there, fail as big as you can, Yeah, but just start, get out there, do it, live by, live a little, a little bit like Christina. <laughs> you don't have to tear your life apart to move forward, but you do have to move forward. Thank Agreed. you so much, Christina. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me on. I had so much fun. Thank you so much to all my listeners. If you loved what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, find Christina. I'll have all of her socials down below in the show notes and have an amazing day. Whatever you do, just get started. Use today to start and then keep on stepping up for yourself. So much aloha, so much love, so much peace in your day. See you later. Aloha. Bye.